Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's radio broadcasting network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host. Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. Amen, amen. I want to welcome everyone to Beta Mentoring Conference Line. Amen. We go forward every Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope everyone had a fantastic week. Hallelujah. I hope everyone is praying for those in the Mississippi area, New Orleans, Georgia area, where this hurricane has came through and kind of wiped out some things. Amen. Hallelujah. As believers, it's uh, up to us to cover our brothers and our sisters that have lost loved ones or lost their home or are going without. If you are in those areas, you know, be a... Uh, a friend indeed and help those out with food or medical attention, whatever it may be. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm going to go ahead and read over our announcements. Amen. Glory be to God on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern. We have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Amen. You can call in at the same number in which you have dialed today, 515-605-9839. Or you can uh, join us here in our home if you are local. Amen. We stream it as well as um, go live here in our home. Amen. Uh, and, and today, Friday, we have Beta Mentoring Conference Line again, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. On Saturdays, we have Hour of Power. This is our prayer line. My wife, Prophet Donna Baxter, a powerful intercessor, she goes forth. She prays for you and for those that move prophetically. Uh, you're able to allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead you uh, on thus says the Lord as uh, the Lord has particular things he may have for you to share with the group. Amen. Now, that's on a different number. So let me share that with you here briefly. It's area 
code 727-731-4401. Amen. That's 727 or excuse me, 731-4401. Hallelujah. And on Sundays, we have my brother's keepers. This is our men's ministry, and we are in the middle right now of our um, the measure of a man. How many of you know that it's not about what it is that you have or the size of your bank account, but it's more about your character? Amen. So being a mature man means that you have characteristics about yourself that make you a mature man. So you can call in at the number 515-605-9839. And again, that is 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to go ahead and play a song here. Amen. How many of you want the best wine? Amen. God will give you the best wine. And you know how we won't do. put it in an old wine skin. You know, we'll the wine skin. So let's change that we wine. We put the best wine out first. Get the best wine, amen. Yeah. Glory don't be Don't act God. like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You better smile at me. I'm going to call your name. You put the best wine out first and then once, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. You put the cheap wine out last. Alright, if I take my time, y'all ready to go? This is the last song, so y'all. Is it okay? How about you say? You 
So you're going to have to change. Look at your neighbor and say, you change, and I see it on you. You're changing. You ain't the same person you were when you got here. Look at him say, I'm changing. Come on, wave your hands like this from side to side. God, do, do that again. I like that. Who did that? My brother tries to be old school. I'm praying for him. So let me finish telling my story. I know you want me to work the text, don't you? We got some theologians right here. You want me to work the text? Meet me at church Sundays at 12 o'clock from 12 to 1.15. Ain't nobody like a dream and a party because the dream and a party don't stop. We got the best in here. All right, so let me finish my story. So Jesus says, look, this ain't got nothing to do with me. But even when Jesus is not necessarily focused on your issue, if you just do what he tells you to do, you qualify for the first miracle. God, y'all missed that. Amen, amen. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we just give you praise. We thank you, Father God, for this day that you have made. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for the breath of life that you've given us, Father God. We rejoice in you, Father, right now. Hallelujah. We set aside, Father God, everything that we've been through in this day. Hallelujah. And we just bask, Father God, now in your presence. We ask, Father, that you may open up our hearts or open up our minds, Lord God, that we may be able to receive what it is that you have for us to receive on this day, Father God. I come against every distraction, Father God. Hallelujah. I come against body, hallelujah, backaches, headaches, any aches. Hallelujah. I decree now that you be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. By faith, you are healed. And we thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing for those that have aches and pains going on in their body. Hallelujah. Lord God, I pray that you may move me. Put me behind the cross that your spirit may be able to move and groove how he desires, Father God. Let flesh have no uh, part of this, only your spirit. Lord, release the power of heaven upon this line. Shift the atmosphere of the homes, Father God, that are represented upon this line. Hallelujah, God. We bless your holy name, Father God. Just take some time and worship God. Hallelujah. For everything that he is, what he is doing in your life right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. For there is none like you, O God. There is none like you, O God. Hallelujah. We are looking for the overflow. The overflow. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We're blessed. Yes,
Amen. 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 Glory be to God. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the teaching today. We're going to be going over honor, honoring your leaders. How many of you understand that honoring your leaders is very important? Very important. Why is it important? Because God says it's important. Amen. God said it's important. Amen. He has given us a leader in Christ Jesus who has given us leaders, hallelujah, that he is speaking to, that he has led us to, that we are able to grow, that we're able to be activated, that we're able to be revived, that we're able to grow and mature in the purpose and the gifts and talents that he has given us. We need leaders. Amen. And everything that these leaders are doing on our behalf, it's only right that we respect them and honor them. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You know, it's okay, hallelujah, to honor a man of God or a woman of God, but when they begin to rebuke you, it's still for you to honor them. Let's look at David. David was being chased by Saul who wanted to kill him. But David honored Saul even though he wanted to take his life. And when he was in a position to where he could take his life in the cave, what he did was let him know, I could have taken your life, but I honor you as a leader, my leader. So I'm not going to take your life even though you want to take mine. Again, we're speaking upon honoring your leader. Turn with me to Romans chapter 13, and we're going to go from 1 to 7. Romans chapter 13, verse 1 through 7. And as I always say, go get your tablet, go get your pen, and I hope you have your Bible. It makes no sense to be upon this line, people, not taking notes. The Bible says, study the word to show thyself approved. It does not say, listen to Apostle Baxter and then go and do whatever you feel to do because it's in your brain. No, it's not in your brain. We lose 60% of what we hear, but when we write it down and go over it again, we can retain a lot more and we can allow the Holy Spirit to share with us even more so that we can be approved and get the truth of the matter. Amen? So as you have gone and gotten your pen and your tablet and your, your Bible, again, turn with me to Romans 13, verse 1 through 7. Amen. Glory be to God. And it reads, let every soul be subject unto the high powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. However, therefore, resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they resist, and excuse me, that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to God's work, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power, do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise 
of the same. Amen? Now, verse 4, for he is the minister of God to thee for good, but of thee do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bringeth not a sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Therefore, ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. Verse 6, for for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. And verse 7 says, render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. The word is blessed. We thank you, Father, for this word. I pray that your spirit may lead, direct, speak truth. No flesh, all spirit. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. I pray amen and amen. Hallelujah. We're talking about honor. And I want to just first off give honor to God, for he is the head of my life. I want to give honor to my wife, hallelujah, Prophetess Donna Baxter, hallelujah. She keeps everything going, hallelujah. I want to give honor to all of you in your rightful positions, all you apostles and, and, and prophets and evangelists and, and preachers and teachers and overseers and deacons and mothers, hallelujah. Oh, my God, I just honor you all. See, we must honor everyone in their rightful position, because every position is needed. Every position is needed, just like every part of the body of Christ is needed. No matter if you're a big toe, a head, a thigh, you are needed. A fingernail, you are needed. Try walking around without your pinky toe. That pinky toe is a little thing, but it means a lot to the body. Amen? Glory be to God. So it's important that we give honor where honors due. And just because you might be an elbow and somebody else might be a head doesn't mean that because you are elbow that you're not worthy of honor. You are worthy to be honored. Amen. Glory be to God. So we're going to just go on down here. You know how I do it. I just go verse to verse, you know, line upon line, precept upon precept. Amen. We don't need to twist the word to try to bring about a false truth. We want God's truth. Hallelujah. So let's get it. Verse one is talking about here. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Higher powers are those that are in authority. Amen. So we have pastors, we have apostles, we have spiritual fathers, we have these, we have these individuals over us as we are ministers. See, when we are ministers, we have many that are over us, but these that are over us have the ability to teach us things we need to know to grow, to mature in what it is that God has placed within us. So it's important to honor not just one man, but many, because they all have the ability of giving you something that will help you grow. See, one of the big problems today is it's very difficult to find a true leader. 
It's very difficult to find one that is walking the talk and not just talking, but walking contrary to what they're talking. Amen. See, in my experience, what I've come to find is as I watched leaders, hallelujah, that I was seeing more so what not to do. But see, you're still learning, people. So still honor. You're still learning. And when God said go, go. But don't just go because of what you see, because God is using what you see to benefit you or showing you what not to do. Amen. See, God will show you it's not right for you to be married and to have a mistress. God will show you that it's not right for you to be married to a woman and have a man on the side. God will show you it's not right for you to take the money out of the the, 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 the basket and take it on for your own uh, doing. He will show you these things because these things go on, people. But it doesn't mean that if God sent you to be up underneath this man, as God sent David to be up underneath Saul, that you're supposed to leave. What would God, what would David, David, he got arrows, all kind of stuff being shot at him. He didn't say, I'm leaving. No. He knew who God sent him to be under. See, it's not about the physical, it's about the spiritual. You see, we are wrapped in this flesh. We, we can be selfish, self-centered, egotistical. We can get caught up in our emotions, and we can do some crazy stuff. But it doesn't mean that we are not called to be a man or woman of God. It does not mean that we don't carry the spirit of God that has the ability to heal the sick, that has the ability to deliver demonic spirits. You see, we got to stop looking at what we see and look at what you seen when you first seen the man of God. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. I'm sorry for the uh, interruption there. Forgot to put my phone on mute. But glory be to God. Amen. We must. We must. We must. Subject ourselves to the higher powers. See, God ordained these people and placed them in these positions of power over us. And it is our duty to honor those in these positions of authority. You see? See, the first, the first people that we were to honor was our parents. They had authority over us. The Bible says in Exodus 20 and 12, and this is a commandment, it says, honor your father and your mother. See, that's that's the command. Just like God is commanding us, as he's commanding us to be subject unto the powers that he places before us. Did you honor your mother and your father? Did you did you respect them? See, in today's day and age, these this generation coming up, they cussing out their parents, they they fighting their parents, they doing all kind of crazy stuff to their parents. So in this 
they are being raised to disobey or to go against authority. If you look at all of this protesting and looting and all this is going against authority. So where are they being taught to respect and honor authority? Can we see how the enemy has crept in and he's taking the honor of authority away and it's crept into the church and it's time to get it back. We must honor our leaders. As a leader, you have leaders of the church over you. So just because you're a leader doesn't mean that you don't have someone over you. I'm an apostle. I have a spiritual father who was an apostle, and he has a spiritual father that is an apostle. There's always someone over you, and Christ is the chief apostle over it all. Amen? See, you can call it a spiritual father. You can call it a mentor. You can call it a, 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 uh, uh, someone to keep you in check, whatever you want to call it, but you need it, and you need to honor that individual. Because they are helping you as you are helping them. Iron sharpens iron. So the respect and the honor needs to be there. See, we're getting the big head. See, you get individuals that grow and then they want to go. They get they get too too mature, too, too they, they, you know, like a, a kid that turns 13 talking about I'm grown. Just because you're 13, you're a teenager, you think you're grown. Okay, just because you done learned a little bit of something and, and you're starting to move in your gift, you think that now you can disrespect and dishonor your leader. The devil is alive. As a minister, you must allow your leader to lead. God will let you know. God will let the man of God know when it's time to release you. But until that time, follow the leader and honor that leader. Amen? Listen. Leaders are put in this position for a purpose, to teach and to guide you. Because when we come into this thing of leadership as a minister, we really don't know what and how we have to mature in this thing. So we need to be guided and taught. And then at the same time, because you're moving in leadership, demonic activity is beginning to overtake you. So the pastor or the, 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 the whoever it is, the apostle, whoever may be leading you, they're praying over you and covering you and taking some of those hits that you should be getting. But because they're standing in the gap for you, they're taking them. Amen? But my question is, do you obey them? See, there's much that, 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 that a leader, true leader, does for you. That you can see and, and you can, you know, most people, when they, they first come up underneath a leader, they have so much respect for them. They, 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 they honor, you know, but as time goes, Things seem to change with some folks. And so, so 
Sometimes you have to maybe question your own self and put your own self in check. You see, am I getting a little bit too big for my britches? Is pride beginning to show up in me to where I'm thinking I'm all that in the back of chips? Maybe I need to check myself, get back in position, and follow my leader instead of thinking I'm ready to lead something. Amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Turn to Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13. Let's take a peek in there, see what they're talking about. First Thessalonians Chapter 5, verse 13. Amen, amen. And it reads, <clears throat> we're going to read 12 and 13. It says, and we beseeth you, brethren, to know them which labor among you. And are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. What is he saying? He's saying this. I'm going to read it from the, I'm going to read here. Listen to this. Listen to this. Now we ask you, our friends, to remember how valuable your leaders are. They work among you, and they look after you. They teach you how you should live as the Lord's people. They tell you when you do wrong things. Show them how valuable they are to you. I'm, hold on, I'm going to say that one more time. Show them how valuable they are to you. How what? How valuable they are to you. Are we showing our leaders how valuable they are to you? I mean, do you have you ever gone up to your leader and said, you know what? I, you know, I honor you because you are so valuable to me. The things you are teaching me, the things you are pulling out of me, the things that you are activating in me is taking me to a whole nother level. I'm not the same person no more. So I just want to let you know face to face, eye to eye, that I honor you. I honor you. Amen? Listen. And love them very much because of the work they do. Do not quarrel with one another. Don't quarrel with them because, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we, we want to want to tell them that he, they wrong. You're wrong. And, you know, I remember sometimes, you know, my, my leader would be wrong, but I wouldn't tell him. I would just shake my head and say yes, but in my head I'm saying no because you're wrong. But I respected him enough to receive what he said and then walk away and really look at it and say, yeah, he's really wrong. But then at times, I would take a look at it and say, you know what? He's right. You see? See, we got to stay in a humble place as ministers, you see, because our leader has our best uh, intentions in mind, a good leader. Now, you get these jealous leaders. They, 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 
they they you, you gotta watch. Yeah, you gotta watch them. You know, but a true leader has your best interest. So they're gonna tell you what you need to know. And 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 a lot of the things they're gonna tell you, you ain't gonna want to hear. Why? Because you're shifting. You're 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 moving out of something into something. So when you're moving out of something into something, that means a lot of the things that you know, you gotta let go of and learn something new. Because you're in a whole new realm, a whole new place. Amen. Glory be to God. Let's go down to verse two. Verse two reads this. Whosoever therefore resisteth that power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resisteth shall receive to themselves damnation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It says that if you are, when you rebel or disrespect or dishonor your leader that God has placed, you under, uh-oh, here, I'm going to say that again, that God placed you under. No, you didn't find them. They didn't find you. It was a divine appointment, and God put you up under them. Amen? It's not only the leader that you're rebelling against, but God. And the price is high. You're having to pay for your disobedience. What's the price? Damnation. That's the price. Damnation. Why? Because you just want to follow the leader. You want to be disobedient. I remember I would be, and I'd be like, Lord, I just, I just want to serve you, Lord. I know that you placed a calling upon my life, Lord. Send a mighty man of God, Lord, that will help me to grow in this thing, Father God, that you have placed within me. And then he sent him. But see, individuals, when they send them, they're okay for a month or two. But don't let them get to get to healing folks or, or, or knowing something. Now they get the big head. I don't need you no more. I'm there. No, you got a little taste of something. You see? You got a little taste. Stick with the man of God. Honor the man of God or woman of God. Hallelujah. And let them take you through Christ to the next level. See, what we're looking at, this is the promise, people of God. Verse 2 is an absolute promise. Verse 2 is an absolute promise of Romans chapter 13. Verse 2. We just went over verse 1. Now we're going to verse 2. We're going to go to verse 3 in a minute. We're going to go all the way to 7. Amen. We're going line by line, precept upon precept. We don't need to skip around and twist things around and philosophize. We don't need to do all that. That's not the word of God. We're going to take this thing from the bottom to the top or the top to the bottom. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen. We are promised damnation for resisting the command from the power or the authority over us. So if God has placed someone in your life like David, David. He stuck with Saul even though Saul was trying to kill him. He ran away from Saul because he was trying to kill him. But he honored him enough not to kill him. He honored him enough not to put his mouth on him. He honored him enough. Now, let me tell you something. If you can honor something that you can see, that means you can honor something that you can't see. 
But if you can't honor what you see, how can you honor what you can't see? So if you can't honor man, how can you honor God? Are you just giving them lip service? Because that's what you're doing. If you can't honor who he's placed over you, lip service. See, Christ is the chief apostle. He, through his spirit, speaks and anoints to do a work so when we dishonor or rebel, there is a price that we have to pay. Turn with me to Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Amen. I hope I'm helping you here. I hope I'm helping you because we must honor our leaders. It's a must. God is a commandment of God. Do you understand there's 631 commands that God has placed in his word? It's 10, but there's a whole lot more. And this is one of them. And the problem that we as believers have today is we believe the word, but we don't walk the word. We believe that these are commandments, but we feel that we don't have to follow the commandments. The devil is alive. We are in the last days and we must begin to follow the commands. We must begin to believe in the promises because God is not a God, a man to where he should lie. He's telling us the truth, the unadulterated truth. And it's the truth of God that's going to set you free. Not your truth, not your pastor's truth, not the man's truth, not the world's truth, but God's truth. That's the only truth that's going to set you free. Listen, Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 says this. It says, for the wages of sin is death. The wages of your disobedience is damnation, death. But the gift of God is eternal when you obey life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So you have a choice. It's up to you. It's up to you. You can walk in sin or you can walk in obedience. You can have damnation or you can have eternal life. Your choice. He ain't trying to force nothing on you. Holy Ghost is gentleman. He's going to let you do what you want to do. So what do you want to do? Let's go down to verse 3. Verse 3. How many people are afraid of their leaders? I mean, you just, I mean, you just, just scare straight. How many of you, you, you walk into church and you see your leader and you just, you just, you just, just something in your stomach just starts turning. Amen. See, there are many reasons why that may be, but when you honor your leader and obey your leader, you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing. Now, this is a true leader, you see, because uh, uh, a true, see, a person is not going to bother a person that is walking the straight and narrow. But when you start going sideways and doing things that you're not supposed to do, stuff like this, that's when problems arise. So when you're doing what you're supposed to do, when you're honoring and obeying your leader, amen, you ain't got nothing to worry about. So there's no reason to fear. There's no reason to fear. It talks about that here in verse 3. It says, for rulers are not a terror to good works. 
They're not a terror to people that are doing the right things, but to the evil, those that are doing evil things, those that are disrespecting, dishonoring. He says to do this and they do that, all kind of stuff like this. Won't there then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. When you do what is good, you get praised. The man of God that's a terror to the evil ones are praising you because you are walking according to his desire as your overseer, as your leader, as your mentor, as your man of God or woman of God. Amen? Amen? This is a promise and a command, all in one. He's commanding us to walk right, and then he's saying the promise is you'll get praise from a true leader. Now, here I, I continue to say a true leader because there's a lot of false leaders. There's a lot of fake leaders. There's a lot of leaders that are caught up in their emotions. Hallelujah. There's a, that's a whole nother uh, that's a whole nother topic. Let me stay on track here. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let's go down to a verse four. Verse four. Verse four. Hallelujah. Verse four. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he Beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil, upon him that doeth evil. Hmm. What is he saying? He's giving us another command. He's saying this. Elders and deacons are ministers. Elders and deacons are ministers. See, before you get into the pastor and all this stuff, you go through the ranks of a deacon and an elder is someone that's been around for a while. You got gray hair, probably been around in church 20, 30 years, you know, but you got the deacons that are coming up. You got the elders that are going out. Amen. But they are ministers and they deserve to be honored as well. They deserve to be honored as well. Amen. Anything outside of this will bring wrath upon the evil done by such a person. This is what he's saying here. For he is the minister of God. The deacon, the elder is a minister of God. To thee for good. He said, for good, but if thou doest evil in the eyes of the elder or the deacon, guess what? He beareth a sword in vain that he is a minister of God and a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. So he has the ability by God to execute wrath. Upon an evildoer. Respect your deacons. Respect 
and honor your elders of your church because they're leaders. They're leaders. They're up-and-coming leaders, and they ought to be respected. They ought to be respected. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 5. Wherefore, ye must need, excuse me, wherefore ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. See, we are called by God to obey people that rule. We're called by God to obey the people that rule. Obey them not because you will get punished or something will happen or you won't be able to get that next position in the choir or whatever the case may be, but do it because it's just the right thing to do. See, God is a God that looks at the heart of man. He sees your heart. He knows your motive of why you do what you do. He knows that you're smiling in their face, but in your heart, you're thinking something totally different. So don't worry about trying to hide it because you can't hide it from God. And that's the one you should be concerned about. If you feel angry, let the person know you feel angry. Take that smile, that fake smile off your face and let them know God would rather you do that than to lie. Oh, yeah, you can lie with a smile and feel something totally different. Yeah, you can. Uh, you sure can. Glory be to God. Let's go to verse 6. Verse 6 reads, For, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Hmm. Hmm. It says, for this cause, pay ye tribute. Honor. Do you pay tribute to your leader? Let me ask you something. When you go out to dinner and the server brings you your plate and brings you coffee and, you know, checks on you, make sure everything is good, you know, bring you another napkin because, you know, the barbecue is all over your lips and you know, all this and that and the third. When you leave, do you leave a tip? Do you tip the waiter? When 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 the valet driver pulls up in your car, do you tip the valet driver? When you go to these fancy hotels and the 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 the, the bellboy takes and carry your bags in and he put the bags down, do you tip the bellboy? Hmm. Hmm. So let me ask you, for all that leaders do on your behalf, do you feel that they deserve a tip? Oh, this is a sensitive area right here because we talk about your money. We talk about your money. Honor. Honor starts in the home. Do you honor those in your home? When your wife asks for $100, do you give it to her? When she asks for a new pair of black boots, do you get them for her? What do you do? Because, see, if you can't honor those in your own home, how are you going to be able to honor those leaders 
in the church. And then you desiring to be a leader, how can you be a, a leader and lead those of the church when you, you can't honor and lead those in your home? Talks about that in 1 Timothy 3 and 5. We're going to speed this up here real quick. We're going to go to verse 7. Verse 7, and I'm going to be closing here shortly. Render, therefore, to all their dues. To tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear and honor to whom honor. What is it saying? Give to those what they deserve. You see, what we do, we'll hear that we get a profit coming into town and we'll drop two or three hundred dollars in this profit's pocket, but we drop fifty cents in the offering bucket on Sunday. Now, just because this is a world renowned profit, you gotta pay three hundred dollars. See, that $300 could have went to the ministry, to the kids' ministry, to the street ministry, to the food ministry, but no, it went to the prophet's pocket. And you know what he's going to do with it? Spend it on him. Because that's what these false prophets do. Prophets of Baal. Amen? Glory be to God. Listen. Do what is right by God, and he will do what is right by you. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God is asking for us to be obedient, to honor those that he has placed before us. Why? Because he wants to prepare you for what he has destined for your life. See, a lot of people go to a lot of people. A lot of people go to a lot of churches and eat off the wrong tables. They're eating a bunch of junk food, and it ain't growing them, it ain't maturing them, it ain't strengthening them. It's just making them fat. God will lead you to your, to the right leader. God will lead you to the right church, to where you can eat off the right table, that you can get the right vitamins and, and, and minerals and nutrition that you need to be strong in the spirit and to fight this good fight of faith that we're all in. Amen. I want to thank each and every person that is tuned in. I want to thank those that are tuning in outside of the country as well as inside of the country. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your spirit. We thank you for this word, this needed word, Father God. Even during this time of this election, Lord, you are the one that places those in authority in position. Hallelujah. And no matter how jacked up they may be, Father God, you have purpose. So it is for us, Father God, to honor those that are placed before us in authority, Lord God. Glory be to God. I pray that this word did not fall on deaf ears. And for those that will be listening to this in the up and coming future, Lord, place your anointing upon it, that it may transform the minds of those that may listen a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, that it will have the effect, Father God, that it has even now upon your people. In the mighty name of your son, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Father God, we give thanks and praise to you. Amen and amen. Now listen, 
We're going to be back at this thing next week. Oh, I got something special for you, something special. How to leave. We got a guest speaker that's going to be coming on. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Hallelujah. Check out our website at mbkiministries.com. We have many lessons and many teachings upon our website that you are able to listen to at your leisure. As well, you can go to our YouTube channel. Glory be to God. We have many uh, uh, live videos. Hallelujah. A lot of teachings. Hallelujah. You will be blessed. Glory be to God. And if you're on Facebook, follow us. Hallelujah. Uh, Our group is NBKI. Excuse me. NBKI Ministries. Hallelujah is our page. But you can join our group, Spiritual Growth Group. Hallelujah. Where you will grow, not go. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we're going to go ahead and shut this thing down. But before we shut it down, we just want to play a little bit of something for you. Hallelujah. Let God make you over again. Hallelujah. Let him make you over Make us over, Father. Make us over, Father God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, hallelujah, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Make us over, God. Make us over, God. Again, I want to thank each and every person that has come out today. It's been a fantastic turnout, and I just praise God for each and every one of you. As we say at the end of every show, walk by faith not by sight. We'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.